Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coming up on episode 24 of Nosebleed Seats, we open the show talking the latest news in the NFL, including the recent Zeke situation in Dallas. We talk some NBA Summer League and share our thoughts on the King voicing his unhappiness with the Cavs' current offseason. As always, we get weird with Wolchuk, reflect back on the McGregor Mayweather World Tour, and wrap with some movie talk. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Nosebleed Seats. some nosebleed seats the show everyone can afford to listen to i am your host zach wolchuk alongside eric chiafalo and producer bab holding it down it is episode 24 how are all of you doing is it episode 24 yes you know i got a shout out to my brother anthony chiafalo who's number 24 was he He repped it he repped it incredibly man he looked really good he was incredible out there for southwestern oklahoma state uh I think he played there for about eh, three, four weeks. Really put in some grueling time before he got out of there. So uh, shout out to number twenty-four, Anthony Chiafalo, keeping and his, it in the fam. and and his favorite NBA player, Kobe Bryant, Kobe also number twenty-four. Being Bryant, Anthony's absolute favorite. He just loves him. Is Kobe more of an eight or a two-four to you? Uh, he's definitely more of an eight to me. But twenty-four is what he finished out as. Well, that's actually a good question. What do you? What do you? identify him as because i always think eight 24 is almost behind me i, I can't believe i even brought it up this time i think eight i should have brought it up for episode eight instead of episode 24 you know but it works though because towards the latter half of his career he did wear 24 that's a fair point he and won he did. titles with both his last championship was in 24 i mean i don't know what else do you say to that marion barber marion barber that was another good one the barbarian he was a barbarian man 24 is he, is a what good is day. going on can we you Ooh, know what can we know. just do don't a little bit of me. homework on that bab just no rush at all. Just whenever you get a chance, just let us know. Let let the audience know what the heck is going on with Marion Barber. I do not know. I know he's been concussed numerous times. Yeah. So I I'm think he's curious. Some issues. I would not be surprised. But I haven't heard anything about him. So let's check in on Marion. Let's hear from Marion. It's funny. <laughs> the girl I'm dating now, her name's Marion. Oh, really? That is, and it's spelled the exact same way. Well, it can be gender neutral, right? Uh, it yeah. obviously is. Oh, no, for sure. Definitely. Nothing is. wrong Definitely with that. Is. No, not at all. I just think it's a great name. It's a beautiful name, and I hope Marion Barber's just doing great. He is. And episode 24, look, 24 is my golden year. Oh, yes, it is. I was born on the 24th, coming oh. up of July here, coming yes, up soon. Yes, it's about to be your birthday. Like we about to, we're about to rage face, aren't we? We're going to rage face. Oh, my God. Friday, Sunday night, Sunday evening. Anybody in uh, the North Texas area, you want to come out to Deep Ellum? Some cocktails? We'll make it happen. Say maybe, hello, party with the Nosebleed Seats crew. Maybe even some drinks? Maybe some drinks. What were you thinking? So, uh, what do we got going on today, man? Well, talking about Cowboy running backs and Marion Barber, you got the update, Bab? No. No, not yet. You just looked on, you had that look on your face like, I got something. No, I don't. Okay. I don't have anything. Well, Ezekiel Elliott's the current running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, is he really? Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, the Cowboys took him fourth overall, to be exact. 
In the first round? In the first round, yeah. Running backs Shocking. rarely even go in the that first round. That was the round. argument, too. People 10? were like, "Should is it? can you even take? Sounds is like a running a bad back pick worth it? Is the position Sounds devalued? Like a reach. Sounds like a reach. Well, he did win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh. Actually, he might have lost that to Dak, his teammate. <laughs> yeah, looks like it. Wow, this he guy. Won, he led the league in rushing as a rookie. Made an, a very big impact immediately. He we're talking about the year. same Zeke Elliott? Zeke Elliott, the crop top guy from Ohio State, wore 15. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy from the club the other night. He got oh, is this guy's he was he's a big guy. Wait, who the oh, hell he, was in the club? It, it was, I don't know. It was this guy named Zeke, and he just he dropped this dude. Was man. it, it Zeke was or Ezekiel? Uh, he was going by Zeke for sure. Was he cropping topping? Spe- specifically, no, he had no shirt on. No actually. shirt on. He was not. He was shirtless. Okay, did he have a bit of a beard? Actually, a pretty gnarly. He kind had of a gnarly beard. beard. Yeah, and he was pretty jacked. Abs. I, I kidding me? He oh, had so he abs had abs. Steel. Yeah, and his and it wasn't even Zeke. It was Zeke. Oh no! Yeah. yeah, I think we're talking about the same guy. Really? Yeah. Where? What bar was this? This was uh, clutch. I think. Yeah. Because I'm a clutch guy. Okay, and so I you were a clutch. Through, so, what yeah. night was this? This was, geez, what night? It was one night this weekend, dude. I raged so hard with the Zeke that I, I don't even know. So what was there? Was. What? What happened? Did See, everything go okay? Me and Zeke went hard. Did everything go okay? That's that's all I care about. I just need to make sure my cowboy players. They're well, I mean, he's the fine. Law. He's fine. We're I don't clean. know about his hand. What do you mean? He, what are you talking he, about? He punched. He punched some dude. He punched DJ, someone. Some DJ. He punched yeah. someone. Yeah, he's like a. He was like the guy running the music and everything, man. Yeah, he I don't punched think, the DJ. I don't think he liked his music. I think the, what the was DJ he playing? just sucked. Uh, he was playing a lot of Gucci Mane. Oh. Yeah, a lot of Gucci Mane, and I don't think Z, what's wrong with that. I don't know. It's just like black I guess, and yellow or something. I understand. Gets your blood boiling. It's pro Pittsburgh, but come on, Gucci Mane. Yeah, and I don't know. At one point, he was kind of calling out Zeke for for just not being good at football. But did that really happen? No. Do no. You, do you know? I mean, do you know the story? What What the hell happened there? Well, Zeke punched a guy in the face, but I didn't know he played for the Cowboys, so this is this is just a world. How did you not know that? It was just some <laughs> yeah. Jerry Jones specifically said, and I heard it today on DallasCowboys.com. He said, Zeke's a rock star everywhere he goes, so you're telling me you're not going to know if a rock star is in the same bar you're at? He looked like a rock star. I should have assumed. I just didn't know we were taking running backs in the first round anymore. Definitely not top five. Okay, so Zeke hit a guy in the face. Pretty uh, hard. His nose But no arrests like... were made. No arrests were made, right? Did you see pictures? Huh? I saw I saw personal. I was there. Okay. I don't need pictures. So, so I saw the guy's nose that was broken in half. It didn't look like a nose anymore. I said, what's wrong with this guy's face? Oh, it's because his nose is his nose literally looks like a C. So and just C. replace your like if your nose right now, if your general nose, everyone is probably like a I, like a like a your general nose, not your auxiliary nose. Exactly. It's like an I. Letter I. This dude's was like a C. Like the letter C. I'm not cat. That's not working for me it was a broken nose okay so you are a witness apparently yeah. to this happening which i think is more evidence than the police have in real life yeah so yeah, I'm you kind might want to clarify i didn't know this guy was so big man but cool all right well uh zeke that happened i guess zeke's in a little bit of trouble again and i don't know if anybody's gonna find out but i know he punched him you don't know if anyone's gonna find out have you turned on we do a sports centered show Sports We're supposed center? to prep centered, <clears throat> centered. Oh, you had the ED on there. Yeah, I put the ED on there, Eric. You always do. Naked. 
but it's been everywhere. Oh. It's been everywhere. Jerry Jones has been speaking about things, and Jerry had this to say regarding the... So Jerry knows. Jerry knows. Everybody knows, dude. Everybody knows about this, because before this even happened, there was some Zeke stuff going on. Possible the NFL still looking to suspend the guy for what happened at Ohio State, which, by the way, I haven't heard any uh, anything official. I think the whole thing was baloney. I don't know that they know anything that we don't know, but it didn't seem like there were any legitimate yes, guilties going on there. I don't know. He did have the incident where he showed the girls teeth skis. Yeah, that was the, kind that of was a not good. That we was not good. We talked to him about that. We and talked he, him about was, that, and we thought we would move past this. Yeah, even though he was not incredibly remorseful. I had to. It's classic. He did not care too much. Not at all. But we're hoping, and, and he's growing. He's young. He's partying. He's having a good time. He's living at the top of the world. Oh, he's partying. You and I, yes. Oh, he's partying hard. So he goes out to this bar, hits a guy in the face. Now I've heard and read some stories here. This guy might have been harassing a lady friend that he was with. He might have been standing. What do you up. think he was doing to her? Like whipping her, whipping her. Eric, I don't know. Out, maybe you were there. It's like whipping. Did her you see out. any teats out and about floating? So what? What was it considered that Zeke was doing on that? I don't think is Zeke it similar. It, or? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is two different cases here. Let's not combine them. All right, let's not do that. Let's, let's, not, not, do that. let's, let's not, not make let's Zeke look, look at this worse for than what he it is. is. Let's, let's look at this situation for what it is. There's no arrest. No arrests. And I guess the guy that got hit in the face did not see who did it, so he How did not he? specifically mean— It came mean... out like a freaking, like a cat, like a jungle cat, a ninja jungle cat. It was the fastest thing you'd ever seen. Had the, of course the guy didn't see it. I was there, I saw it, and I'm still confused on if I did see it. So you might not have even seen it. Who knows? So people are just—it's a he said, she said kind of deal, right? I don't know. No convictions. Try that again. He said, she said kind of deal. There you go. She said, he said— I mean, you could say it that way, but it's just uh, it's just backwards. You got a problem with the she on top? Never, actually. Thank you. Yeah. It's one of the best positions around town. Let's hear from Jerry. Jerry, uh, what are your thoughts on your star running back as you get ready to get into the Hall of Fame and uh, we're trying to get to training camp and this kind of crap's blowing uh, up in our face? Jerry, take it away, please. Uh, as uh, you well know, uh, uh, because of... Uh, 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 his God, style, I can't personality. Even take it seriously. Uh, it's uh, like a rock star wherever he goes in terms of attention. And uh, that uh, anybody that uh, thinks about it, but certainly anybody that's experienced that, knows that takes some uh, uh, getting used to. You have to uh, uh, learn. Uh, yeah, you do have to learn. Yeah. Uh. It's a maturity thing, man. It's a maturity thing. And uh, now we've got an issue here where there are already rumors Zeke might be suspended. And the NFL doesn't need, even though there's not, and I've I've made the point, there's there's no legitimate arrests. There's no convictions. There's nothing here substantial. But the NFL, if they deem it in their little court of courts, which is the mind, ears, and mouth of Roger Goodell and the dictatorship of the National Football League is, if he deems that the only way that... Uh, we can get a message across to Ezekiel Elliott is we're going to suspend you. I wouldn't put it past him to do so. So what are you thinking here, all jokes aside, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys running back? Well, I do I, I do know for from what I heard actually this morning whenever I was up at the fan interning, I heard from some people that they know for sure based on, I guess, people that they know that were there that are reliable people, that it was definitely Zeke who did it. But they also know that the guy who DJs there, DJs at a lot of nightclubs in Dallas that are pretty, 
high up there that they will all cut him off if they if they get if he gets Zeke in trouble if he rats on Zeke he's just gonna basically get moved out of the city because he's not gonna be able to find work anymore so he's got no reason to want to he can just go under the table Zeke will do what he's got to do to pay it off whatever they come to a little agreement and boom no harm no foul except for the dude's nose will never look the same again wow yeah no that's uh but will he be suspended? I mean, yeah, I think I that's what it comes down to. All, you to think he might? Yeah, I think there's a really good chance he gets a game or two. Um, and and I don't think it's that big of a deal if he does. I don't think it's it's not gonna kill the Cowboys. It's not gonna kill him. If anything, I think it would be good for him to get a little. Hey, man, this is a little wake up call. You can't you can't be doing this kind of stuff. Okay, keep yourself out of here. All right, and 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 especially with Dak, I hear him and Dak are such good friends. All this stuff. Well, what the heck are they doing? They're they're obviously not hanging out because Dak are, Dak's not in any of these places. So th- they got to figure out a way to make sure that I, I, Z can't just be running along doing whatever he wants. Didn't they do something with Des Bryant at one point where they're like they almost had like surveillance on the guy like constantly for a couple of years, like with, making sure? Yeah, with Des Bryant and Adam Jones, Pac Man. Okay, when they, when they brought go. him I mean, in, I don't know. Jerry's if got a team of guys that they can Zeke. put with Zeke. Yeah, I mean, obviously they can, and I'm sure they've taken some measures, but. I don't think a game or two is going to hurt him. I don't think it's really going to hurt the Cowboys that much. It's not the end of the world. And I think it'll be a nice wake-up call for him. And if anything, it'll be two games fresher when you get to the playoffs. So, I mean, it's it's really not that big of a deal. And if anything, I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but if I was, I'd almost, there's a part of me that would think, dude, I'll bite the one or two game bullet and let him know, dude, you can't do this. This is not, this is not a good look for you. This is not a good look for us at all. And maybe you go out and lose one of those or two of those games. And now he's really feeling it. Now he's like, dang, I'm really letting my team down. That is something that I think would really hit home for him more than, you know, just a little slap on the wrist. Then then what happens next time? How big's the next one? The next one might be an eight game or a full season or, Look, or dude, him I, getting hurt or something. I have else. conflicting views on this. I think you made great points there. And I agree with you to an extent. Another extent to me is like, look. I think he does need a wake-up call. I think it's clearly a maturity issue. Sure. But he's not I think a bad all of us as human beings, and this is how I try and look at situations here, put us in Ezekiel Elliott's shoes. And I'm not—I am making an excuse for him here. But at the end of the day, I know it's not an excuse. And for those reasons, I can see the justification and how there might be something a lesson learned and some positives to gain out of a one-game one game Ezekiel Elliott suspension. God help you if it's two. No, it needs. I, how can you suspend a kid two games when he hasn't been arrested and he hasn't been convicted of a damn thing, dude? No, I'm with that's, you. That's that's literally like parenting. No, the I NFL would... is parenting Ezekiel Elliott for no, no, you shouldn't have done that. You're in timeout. You're right. Anything more than a game, I think, is absolutely ridiculous. And the NFL is stepping way beyond their bounds. And something needs to be done about that. I I totally agree with you. But the way it's set up and the way the dictatorship that kind of is, it could easily end up being that way. It could. And I will be not happy if it is. And if, oh, man, I'd be be pissed. I think it would be. I think Zeke just, he's young. He's an attractive guy. He's in Dallas. He's rich. He's famous. I mean, what Jerry's point is he's a rock star everywhere he goes. And it's true. If you're a Dallas Cowboy and the team is winning, I don't think there's any better place to be, baby. You're the superstar along with Dak Prescott. You're the face of the franchise. But for those very same reasons, as tempting as that stuff is, and as much as you just want to say, I'm being a kid and having fun and enjoying my life and taking advantage of the gifts and the blessings that I have around me, you've got to think twice. And this is what the greats do. And this is the approach that Dak Prescott has had. 
You got to just know better. You got to know who you are. You got to know what you represent. You can't do these kind of things because it looks bad on you. It looks bad on the fan base. It looks bad on the star. And it looks bad on the shield. And that's why the NFL is looking at this and saying, if you do anything to disgrace the shield, as Jerry Jones probably feels the same way about the star, we might need to suspend you here. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I would be a little bit upset. I think it's out of line if it's anything more than a game. You suspend him for a game, and I do think the Cowboys can get by it. That would suck. But it's not the worst thing in the world because I agree with you. I think that that might be the lesson that Zeke needs to learn. Like, dude, there are ramifications for this kind of stuff. You can't get away with everything. And if the Cowboys drop that game to the Giants and it's close and you would have been the difference maker, he probably will eat. It'll, it'll lead him up and he'll feel terrible about it. I do really wonder about the dynamic between Dak and Zeke, though, because you know Dak is such on the, the, the far... He's on the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of the way he carries himself, what he decides to do, where he decides to go, and who he decides to do things with. You don't ever see it. For all we know, he goes just as hard as Zeke does, but he does it in somebody's house without any anybody else around, not in the public. That's for, for all we know, and that's all that matters. The, the perception is the reality. So I just wonder that relationship because I'm like, is Dak not in Zeke's ears? Zeke just that stubborn? Like, if your best friend is coming up to you and like, dude, come on, like, we are... We are so much bigger than this. It is so much bigger than a Saturday night out at Clutch Bar. Like, come on, Zeke. Or, or, or is, is Dak not even saying anything like that? And Zeke's just kind of, he's just like, hey, listen, Zeke's going to do what he wants. He knows what I'm doing. He can come hang out with me if he wants to, but he's deciding to go out and out and out and out. So I, I just wonder about I it. I think that that question was answered a little bit because Sports Illustrated, and we wanted to talk about it last week, but we didn't quite get to it with Tony coming on at the end. Sports Illustrated came out with a Q&A with Dak Prescott. They were asking him some questions, and the first half of the article is basically about Dak and the time that he spends uh, giving and working with charities. And towards the end of the issue, SI specifically asked Dak Prescott, what did you think of Ezekiel Elliott's ESPN The Magazine Body Issue cover? Which is coming out soon. Every year ESPN does the body issue. There's a select few athletes to go, and they pose naked. And, and, yeah, and it's more than a select few because it's it's from every sport. It's men and women. It's gymnasts. It's, it's cycling. 16, it's I want to say. I don't know. It felt like 1,600, and it was wonderful. But Dak's the response was, was interesting. He said, I think Zeke should use his platform to do things like I'm doing with Bristol Myers Squibb for Ready. Raise Rise. For Ready, Raise Rise, which is the, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking Charity? for here? Charity. Charity, yes. Instead You're not familiar doing, with that term, are you, Walter? No, not at all. I've, I don't have anything to give, dude. I live, like, paycheck to paycheck <laughs> here. Maybe one day if we're... Nosebleed season. We get that opportunity. I'll, I'll look into the charity business. Instead of doing his thing for the body issue and doing photo shoots. So saying Zeke needs to take time to do what he's doing, work with charities, and not take time to go and do these freaking naked photo shoots. SI would go on to ask, would you ever post for something like that? And Dak said, I think it would have to be in order to promote something. But I'm not really sure. I would have to get that offer first and take it over. That's a yes for the right, uh, right place, right time. I'd uh, give it a shot. Give it, uh, give it, give it one Dak Super Bowl. God help us, and uh, it's gonna be done. We're gonna be seeing Dak practically naked. Is and, that something you'd like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kidding me? But it does seem like they're kind of they're on opposite ends of the spectrum here. Dak's aware. He's self-aware. He understands. He knows he's and sexy. Zeke is he knows just he's like, gonna. He knows he's gonna. Turn I hear the heads. you, dude. But I'm going to have a good time, man. And it's weird because you've seen them together. We've seen pictures of them together at nightclubs and whatnot. It's like Dak doesn't go out, but 
He's just making better decisions. You don't ever hear about it, though. I mean, you say you've seen photos or whatever yeah. it is. I'm sure it was a while back, but I mean, who knows? It's like after the offseason. Okay. They've been eliminated. But They still, definitely go out You together, just don't hear about but it. But when Dak's around, we're not getting people punched in the face. That's right. I mean, hold your liquor, young man. So what's the deal? What what Did they ask him anything good? Oh, they, they just went on to ask him, like I said, stuff about his charity. Gotcha. Uh, they asked him his favorite song, kind of stuff like that. You can check it out on the SI Sports Illustrated page if you're interested in that. Other than uh, that was really the only notable. I thought it was interesting that he specifically called out Zeke and said, I don't think that you should have done that. I think you should have used your time for better needs, for better services. Yeah, well, and, and it's a good thing. It is a good thing the way the personalities are set because I'd rather my quarterback be thinking that way as opposed to my running back and not my quarterback. So at least there's the silver lining there for Cowboys fans. Hey, at least your quarterback's fully got his head on. Yeah, straight. and he's the one that needs to, let's be real here. You know? No, exactly. A That's running back running position. into walls of human beings trying to take his head no off every question. play. I'll take a I need little... my quarterback to be composed to tell out there on, off, on and off the field. You 100%. Know? Dak's that guy right 100%. now. 100%. But he seems to be one of the only guys on the offense, I guess besides the offensive line, there that has that can just remain composed at all times. And Jason on Witten, and off of course. The field. And Jason, Jason Witten. Witten's El Capitan. I'll give it to J-Dub. Yeah. But him and, him and Dak and the offensive line are the only ones that can keep themselves because what a wild what a wild July it's been for the Cowboys. Yeah, lucky Whitehead now. Well, you had an assault last week or not an assault, but you had uh, the well, assault weapon with waved. Damian Wilson. Luckily no one died there. Then we yeah. follow up with the Zeke punch to the ear, make it the nose. And it just sucks the time. timing here. Like, look, we're right we're there. We're ready to go for training camp and you guys are doing this crap right now. You're literally seventy two hours out of training camp and we got dogs getting lost, which we'll figure out here in a second. Not even lost, kidnapped. Uh, we got uh, we got a, a guy running through strip club parking lots with his shirt off. We'll get to that, and then obviously you know Zeke's punching people and salt it's weapons. The trifecta. And, yeah, it's just another July in Cowboys land. It's just Dallas Cowboys <laughs> football. What a day for I mean, gosh, any publicity what a, is pun, good publicity. Punch a DJ, <laughs> wave a gun, kidnap a dog. That's the trifecta. Yeah, it's, what a week. So what the hell happened? Wash lucky, your hands lucky and do Whitehead, it again? Lucky Whitehead, who's a wide receiver. For the Dallas Cowboys, I'd say for the next maybe two months, he's, he won't be on the roster come September. That's really the sad part about this whole thing, like when you really get down <laughs> to it. Lucky Whitehead, the uh, future uh, free agent for the Dallas Cowboys, thanks to Ryan Switzer taking his spot at the return duties and the slot duties. Well, Lucky Whitehead, well, he, he wasn't so lucky on July 9th. He went out of town. A friend was watching his dog. His dog's name's Blitz. B-L-I-T-Z, like NFL Blitz. I think it's a pretty badass name. What do you think? Yeah, for that Blitz. kind of dog. I yeah. think it's a pit bull. Even though he's an offensive boxer. player. He's an offensive player. Maybe he's calling out the Blitz. He's like, Maybe. I see the Blitz. It's cool. It's all right. It's a little pit bull. It's it a beautiful fits. dog. It's a beautiful dog. But uh, he went out of town, and someone stole. Someone broke into his place. And stole his dog. I guess he had a friend house sitting or dog sitting, so maybe there wasn't anybody at the house at the time. But that someone ended up being a guy by the name of Bugatti Casino. Bugatti Casino. Of course, we all know him, right? I woke up in a new Bugatti, that guy? Yeah, only he spells Bugatti B-O-O. Okay, so this is not the same guy. It's like Bugatti. So he's bad. And casinos with a K. Do not get that wrong. Okay, all right. Boo does not like no that. No wonder no one can even type in his name correctly to find his information. Turns out this dude's a rapper. He's all over Twitter, all over Instagram, posting videos talking about, I need my Based money. In Fort Worth. He wants a ransom. Yeah, he's a Fort Worth rapper. He's got like a couple hundred followers on Twitter. He's doing it big. I think he's got a pretty hot mixtape out. You could probably run to the 7-Eleven down there on Westbrook and Charlton, uh, and, and, and he can hand you his mixtape pretty much 24 hours a day, I'm pretty sure. 
Anyways, Bugatti's the one who stole the dog. He ended up coming out saying, no, 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 I didn't steal it. I bought it and I just want my money back because everybody was thinking and Lucky Whitehead was thinking he needed, he, he was trying to get a ransom in order to get his dog back or in order for this guy to give up his dog. And so it was like a 20 grand ransom. So he didn't steal it. But well, he, did, he did steal the dog. So, uh, but then his justification is, no, no, no I didn't steal this dog. I, I paid it. for this dog. Yeah, now I just this want is my, money my back. dog. Now he's saying, I want my money I back. I want my return. Yeah. Okay. And then he ended up just uh, posting some videos that were pretty comical, but you just can't understand a word that's going on. It's just a bunch of dudes jumping around, petting the dog, flinging it around. You hear Lucky Whitehead's name, some N-words and some F-words. And it's, uh, it's great content, let me tell you. But um, he ended up... Because people started, it, it was it was a buzz on social media now. Like everybody's tuning in, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on with this dude's dog, Lucky Whiteheads. And then, so the guy ended up returning the dog while smoking a blunt. He videoed it. He walked up. This whole thing is just the door, bizarre. Little baby pit bull blitz, blitz is home safe. And unfortunately for Lucky, again, he's just going to be jobless. Soon. So he lost story, his dog. He got, he got, got dog it back. back, but he paid a hefty amount. So he loses his dog, he gets it back. No, he didn't have to pay anything for it. He didn't pay anything for it. As far as I know. I, I, he had to have, or else why would the rapper have given him the dog because, back? Because, I, because there was... Uh, From my understanding is there was an undisclosed amount that he did pay to get the dog back. Okay, okay, cool. So I you don't were know, there. I don't I know how much. I was at Zeke's I was thing creeping, that night, so, I was so I'm glad you were fence. doing your uh, investigative journalism uh, always, there. I'm always on the beat. Because I was doing my investigative journalism at the club. Yeah, you know, the fun clubs. stuff. Yeah. You leave me in the trash you can hiding around neighborhoods. But we both found some good stuff, man. Both found some really, oh, yeah. really good stuff. So, yeah, Blitz is safe. Lucky's, uh, so, yeah, so it's funny because Lucky Whitehead, he lost his dog. He got it back. He's about to lose his job here in a couple weeks. Yeah, he won't be a cowboy here soon. You wonder if he ever gets that back. He might become a Redskin, though. What do you think? Redskins lost a lot of receivers. They could use some could if they, Lucky they Whitehead Pryor, becomes available. They? Pryor, they got Terrell Pryor, but they lost back. to Sean Stexon. And they lost Mr. Pierre Garçon. They have an okay, uh, okay gunslinger. Yeah. What do you think of Kirk Cousins? Here's the latest news regarding Kirk. And I've never quite seen a situation like this played out in the media, where the GM comes out, basically says, we offered Kirk Cousins a contract, Mr. Bruce Allen of the Washington Redskins. It was to be at least the second highest paid player in NFL history in terms of yearly worth and value. And he was going to get something like, 52, 53 million of guaranteed money, which with an injury clause could have gone up to 72 million, I think. So, somewhere around those ballpark numbers. And Kirk basically said, uh, Thanks, nah, but no thanks. I'm going to play under this uh, one year salary cap or um, franchise tag deal. Still making 20 plus mil. It's all fully guaranteed. And I'm thinking, finally, after all this time, all this baloney that I've gone through here in DC, if I play well, I'll be a free agent next year. I can go join my homie, Mr. Kyle Shanahan, up in uh, San Fran. San Fran. Or he'll just take the tag again because he was going to get like $53 million guaranteed. Can they tag him again? I'm pretty— Isn't I, it? Is it like a oh, two-year? Two I think it's like a max. You've got two years. You can tag a player. Gotcha. And then okay. after that, he is good, good work available by you. to go. The team can't tag you. Good work by you. Well, then, in that case, either way, he feels like he could get more than the $53 million in these next two years because he's going to be getting something, like you said, like $24 million or something this year. So he feels like in his next contract, he could get more than whatever it would be to equal $53 million, which is what he was guaranteed with the contract that the Redskins showed. But that's a good point by you. You just never see stuff like this. 
Like you never see teams come out and just like, hey, man, we tried swinging a miss. Uh, what are you gonna do? Better, Usually, better like this time. behind closed Clearly, doors. I mean, it doesn't look good, and it's not a positive story. Yeah, it kind of throws him under the bus. I mean, I mean, a lot of Redskins fans are like turning on him now, which is kind of comical. But I mean, <laughs> I, I don't Why know. Why would you not turn on your dysfunctional, terribly run organization and team? Yeah, I know. that's it's, probably now going to backwards. be in last place in the NFC East. And that's just fandom for you. But. But Kirk Cousins is just an average quarterback, so I'm not trying to overpay okay, for him so anyways. That I'm leads not me to my question him. here because NFL.com put out an article. Um, I think who is this written by? I got to give proper credit here if I'm going to use the source. Okay. Oh, geez. And the guy's got a tough last name. Tom Palacero. Palacero. Is he Italian? It's, it's Italian. All right. I'm going to spell this to you, Mr. Italiano. P-E-L-I-S-S-E-R-O. Yeah, Palacero. Palacero. All right. Tommy. You're killing I'm just going to call him Tommy. Yeah, call him T. So Tommy went ahead and he asked a couple of GMs throughout the NFL, hey, you think Kirk Cousins is a top 15 quarterback? And the majority of them all said, hell yeah, I think he's borderline top 10. Whoa. Bord- Who is he talking to? Who's, t- who's he's, Tommy He's talking, talking to some to? GMs. Three of them said they think he's borderline GMs. top he's 10. He's talking to the GM of the he's Browns. talking to executives. Talking to the GM of Well, one the of Bills. them that's quoted here is an NFC executive. Now, ex- we don't know what team it is. It could be who's the worst team in the NFC, you think? No, it's the, the Redskins. Jets. He's it's only, he's, only yeah, he's interviewing Dan Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this guy says um, he thinks Cousins belongs in the top 10. He's said, well, he's a schmuck. Quote, listen to his quote. He's anonymous. He's not going to give and his name I know, up. I know what no you're going to do after this. No way he's putting his name on this. <laughs> well, he didn't. Of course not. So he goes, quote, He's really accurate. He's good. Oh, my He has really good timing. Oh, I'm sure he does. Great touch. Not a great athlete. He's not the biggest. I don't know anything about his touch. Shanahan thought he was Drew Brees. Whether he is or not, I don't know. But similar attributes. Not the best arm. Obviously not as big as you want, but really good rhythm, touch, timing with their offense. Has some good... He does make some bonehead mistakes. Didn't Uh, make as many last year. But he's a good point guard. He knows where to go with the ball. He's just an average, average guy. To me, that sounds like maybe 10 to 15. He's Joe Average. No, it doesn't. No? That sounds more like... Dude, there's uh, not that many really good quarterbacks like, in the league. It sounds more like 16, 17, okay, 18, but 19, I think he's 20. in the middle of the pack. He's closer to 20 than he is 10, I'll promise you that. I agree with that assessment, yeah. He's probably closer to 25 than he is 10. I agree with that assessment. But, but apparently, the rest of the NFL, they think pretty decently of Kirk Cousins. Listen, that's because everybody, every NFC scout's like, yeah, Redskins, overpay for that guy. Please, lock him up for a... 50 years. Someone's going to pay his ass next year, dude. Guaranteed deal, Redskins. Lock him up. He is a franchise guy. I'm not going to put my name on this. I'm anonymous. I suck. And I hope you suck too. Sign Kirk Cousins to a lifetime deal. Give him the LeBron Nike contract. Just well, give it all. I think there might Kirk be some Cousins of these executives president. that are titillated next summer. I bet Jerry Jones is spring. Jerry, it's an NFC team. It's Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones, and Stephen Jones huddled around oh, this yeah, guy saying, top yeah. Oh, yeah, Hell yeah. Dude, if he's not number one, I don't know what the hell oh, you're talking God, about. Best quarterback Tommy, in the league. Tommy, put it down. Jesus. Tommy. Keep Kirk my name did, off of this, What Kirk though. did to us on Thanksgiving in the second half, my God. It's a brilliance. Hey, Tommy, Tommy, it's Lost anonymous. the game, but you know. Tommy, don't mention me, Tommy. Well, don't even take my word for it, all right? I'm going to I'm gonna dive in here. Let me pull out my notebook. Let me pull out my God, get, I was in, wondering where you were bag. going when you said pull out. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to pull out my bag. What? I'm going to reach my hand in there. I'm going to pull out the very, very sacred Keen Fahey, QB Bible. There it is. All right, well, here we are, boys. Who are we looking at again? Kirk? 
Jesus, dude. Kirk Cousins? Yes. All right. No, sorry. Let me just let me get there. Golly. Um, let Be me flip prepared, through. Dude. I'm flipping through. Give me a sec. Couple more. Couple more. Ah, there we are. There we are. All right. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All right. So here's what yeah. we're going to do. <laughs> Shut up, Floyd. I've never heard. It. Kirk Cousins' wife doesn't get that excited for Kirk Cousins. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. All right. Kean Fahey. What's up, Kean? What you doing, bro? He's going to give us our Kirk Cousins shorthand skill set. I love shorthands. That makes one of us. All right. Kirk Cousins, guess what he does? He capsulates under pressure. Capsulates, not composed. Not composed. That is the epitome of being not composed. Is that like a fancy word of capsizing? I don't want you on my team. That's you sure what it's means. not capitulate? When you look up ca uh, capitulate, you know, I can't be for sure. Spell certain. it out. Let That's what we that. do here. Spell it out. C-A-P-I-T-U. Yeah, it's capitulate, not Capit capsulate. <laughs> okay, Cap capitulate. I don't think capsulate's well, a word. All right, well, let's Google it because yeah, maybe it's a good right. thing. Maybe this was the a dictionary of Bab. Tell all right, Bab. Capitulate. And while you're at it, what the give hell us is the definition for reverse bumpkin again. <laughs> what? I mean, capitulate. I don't get it. Capitulate. Cap Capitulates against capitulate. The definition of capitulate. That's the title of it's, this episode, by the way. Now it's a verb. Capitulate. Cease to episode resist. 24. Hey, <laughs> I'm reading the dictionary. Start it, start it again. I'm sorry. Give me the damn definition. Capitulate, a verb. Cease to resist an opponent or an unwelcome demand or to surrender. Okay. So he sucks. So he folds against pressure. I wish Keen would have just done that, but you know how Bibles go. They like to kind He's of Irish. put some He's fancy words in there for us. Just like Connor. All right, so he folds under pressure. He's not composed. There's the first fact about Kirk Cousins. Fact number two. He's rarely asked to move in the pocket, and he doesn't perform well in condensed pockets. So what the hell do you do with a guy? So he, <laughs> he can't go outside. He's, He's not, not good on the inside where he can He folds under pressure. By God, let's sign him up for 53 where mil. Where do you put him? Out there in safety? Lock him up. Franchise guy. <laughs> oh, no. Fact number three is ball placement is rarely precise. So whoever said, oh, Mr. Accuracy. Oh, he's accurate? That was Jerry Jones. All right, people look at different um, stuff. Um, um, accurate, um, um, accurate. Kirk I don't think Jerry um, would have 50 that. Millions, um, um. Response. That was Kirk. Stay off my guys. That was Jerry, I mean. Stay in About your lane. Kirk. He says he constantly asks receivers to make unnecessary adjustments. It's like, oh, there's an open receiver. Let's make him have to one-hand toe tap to complete it. Yep, that's Kirk Cousins in a nutshell. Thank you, Kirk. He's a quick decision maker, so there's a positive thing. Great. Get it out quick. That's why he was good with Kyle Shanahan. That's the, West that's the problem, style. though. That when you know the quarterback's Bang getting out quick, guess what the defense does? They sit, they sit, they sit, they sit. Because guess what? In a condensed pocket or out of the pocket or under pressure, the guy's going to fold. So great. So 9 out of 10 Glad you make a quick decision. You can't be in the pocket. Great. What's your decision going to do for me? All right, last one. He can make touch throws to deeper crossing routes off of play action and picks apart middle of the field off of play action. So he's really only a good quarterback off of play action. So he needs a team. He needs a really good a running, running game. game. Okay. And he's still probably going to be inaccurate. He is good over the middle, though. Jordan Reed and him excel in that, that middle field. But when you look at the accuracy, when you rank him amongst all quarterbacks in the NFL. His poor? Give me give me just one guess. All I'm asking is for one Kirk Cousins guess. 26. All right, you overshot it. Now I look bad, but it's uh, it was 20th. Okay. Still pretty bad. Okay. 20th in the league in accuracy. So, again, Tommy, whatever executive, a.k.a. cough, cough, some NFC East executive, Talking to you in your ear, raving about old Kirky. Multiple, you know what? Multiple executives. I just read the quote for one. I remember multiple executives going to Tommy back in the day and reporting that 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 
That Quincy Carter was a hell of a quarterback. Why do you always that have to bring son of a gun Quincy. Quincy Carter up? Because he's phenomenal. Why wouldn't I? We're talking about great quarterbacks. We're talking about Kirk Cousins. We're talking about franchise Hall of Famers. $53 million guaranteed LeBron deal. Nike, sign me up forever. Ryan Statue Lee, now. Jamarcus Russell. Dude, get out of here. You, put, you both are shameful humans. Kirk Cousins is not that good of a quarterback. Average, okay. That's what we've gotten out of this. Thanks to the Bible. He's going to get paid a lot, though, unless he breaks his leg this year. Knock on wood for him. You just said that. You, Hope just, put it doesn't that, happen. you just put that out there. You just made that. Hey, a thing. he's the quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Is he on the cover of so Madden? So he deserves to break his leg. He's, a, he's just. Had I his, never said anything about deserve. If he did break his leg, and hopefully it's it's nothing too serious. It's a healthy recovery. He's good to go. But if it makes the Redskins a little worse, which quarterback would you like to go down more, Wentz, Manning? Or Cousins. Oh, definitely, Go. definitely Manning. Really? Yeah. Not career-ending, just like just eight a little, games? You know, just, yeah, just like eight, in week six, ten games. he's out for ten, ten games. Ten games, ten games, yeah. In week six, he gets hurt for ten games. Uh, you know, let's go with like four. Week four? Okay. And then he comes back, and there's just no shot anyway. No so shot. So he just sits out the no last shot. two. No shot. They suck. Yeah. I mean, who are they playing after him? Davis Webb? So that I means know. you're most... Geno Smith. Oh, oh Geno. Yes. That son of a gun. I love Gino. that. You know what? Then the Giants are going to start receiving so many phone calls. Tony or... Romo, Tony Romo. No, no, no. <laughs> Tommy's going to start receiving so many Maybe phone Kaepernick's calls. Maybe Kaepernick's got a shot. Hey, that Geno Smith's a hell of a quarterback. Some, an some anonymous NFC executive told me that Geno Smith was good. Guess what? The Miami Dolphins are up there telling some schmuck beat reporter that Christian Hackenberg's a hell of a quarterback for the Jets. They should run his up. 53 That's mil guaranteed. by the way. Yeah, good call. The J-E-T-E Jeets. J-E-T-E Jeets. <laughs> so Kirk Cousins is average. Thank you, Key and Fahey. Thank you, QB Bible. All right, well, to wrap a bow on the NFL stuff, what do you, what do you think, though, overall about how this is handled? You think Kirk's doing the right thing? I, uh, yeah, I do think Kirk's doing the right thing just because of the way quarterbacks are and how if you can just be decent, they're going to find a way to pay you. I mean, look what Mike or Glennon just got. You know, they'll pay these guys. So he's got 24 mil. Even if he has a not that great of a year, he can still end up going somewhere for double digits. I mean, I just think there's no sense in him locking himself up to something that he doesn't absolutely have to do. He's betting on himself. So good for him. But I also I, I don't I don't blame the Redskins. It's just a weird the way it play out of how they just put out a press release. Like, well, that's hey, Washington for you. Fault. They're a bunch of idiots. It's his fault. Oh, yeah. They here are, we go. They're, they're, okay. Yeah, and what a terrible organization. I agree. Kirk, I'd want to get the hell out of Washington, too. He's a jerk. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. Talking a little NBA now. Is that what we're going to do? Chi. Hardwood? Hardwood paint. I don't know why I said that. Hardwood. Ball control. Ball control. And speaking of it, what the hell? Here we go. It's time for Lonzo Ball and Summer League. Okay? Yeah. Summer the League is now time over. of the year. I have never seen a Summer League that has been this discussed and hyped in my life. Stay in your lane. I've never even seen Summer League highlights before this year, I feel like. And now it's Sports Center, everything. How's Lonzo looking? How's Tatum looking? Yeah. Josh Jackson. It's Alonzo Party. By the way, man. we're getting some Dennis Smith Jr. severe underration.
and summer league. He made the, the first team. Can we yeah, check we barely that? get to Can we see, check underation? We barely that, get to see any, any Giannis Jr. Underation, baby. Did he just create underation? Because he's he created compoise. I create words. He made two. Yeah, but you took two words. They came together. They had sex, and they had a baby of compoise. Remember? Which is perfect. But this is just totally just making up a word. Underation is not a word. Okay. It is now. Thank you. Wonderful. Book it, Dano. All right. So who's who's underation? Are you concerned about? I think Dennis Smith Jr. had an unbelievable oh, yeah. summer league. Got me really excited as a Mavericks fan and really didn't get a ton of love in the national media. Well, it's because Lonzo's taking over if you're going to turn on ESPN and stuff like that, but if you're going to if you go if you read any NBA stuff then you've seen you've seen videos of him dunking over Lonzo the other night. Yeah, he he made some plays over him, but also Lonzo made a couple plays over him as well. Oh, so, but, well, hey, we, we, know, we know, we know, yeah. oh, that's both, true. we know. Oh, that's true. We all know. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like oh, Dennis no. Jr. is the best player in this draft class but he just is, yet, just yet. But he but he's the but, best player in the NBA. Yeah, you said I think Dirk is one and he's two. Okay, fair point. Actually, really good point by yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you can't ever forget the German until he's retired. Thank you for taking your bias out of it. I really appreciate of that. Of course, of course. No, the King is the best player in the league. We've we've talked about this at length over the entire two weeks of the finals. Dirk two, DSJ three. Dirt. Okay, cool. Yeah, dude, Summer League's been, uh, it, it's just Lonzo Ball mania. It's been fun though, kind of. I mean, I haven't gotten to watch a ton of it. I just catch the highlights, but he seems like he's, like what you kind of thought he was going to be in that he's going to pass the ball well. He controls the tempo of the game for the most part, but he's not overly athletic. He doesn't play any defense. So, but it is fun. It, it just shows you what kind of just insanity and hype that's been behind this guy because you're right. Summer League rarely ever is mentioned in any form or facet. And now they're talking about not just Lonzo because they are talking about Dennis Smith. They did talk about Tatum. They, they Tatum do talk about, yeah. you know, I mean, these guys are getting love, but it's also because this was just a pretty good draft class. So it you're was. talking about instead of having like one, maybe two decent players like NBA kind of does, you're looking at probably five, six, seven, eight guys that are like, all right, these guys are pretty dang good. We want to watch them. So it's just been, it's just been more talent than usual, but obviously Lonzo Ball has just skyrocketed this thing. And now he's not even wearing the, the big baller shoes. Did no, you see that? he played better without the big baller shoes, stats-wise, one game. It is kind of weird. I'd he like, got a lot of flack for that. I, this has nothing to do with the segment at hand. Good. I just want to say that I've discovered something wonderful for the sake of this show. I can play drops off this monitor. I have two channels now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, two is so much better than two one. Two is better than one. Get in the sheets with me, baby. Roll around. Have right, some fun. Man. man, what a good moment right now. That's I always thought that we could do sorry, it, Sorry, continue. The show continue. just it got only better. Took 24 episodes. Even though I will say <laughs> I'm a little show. disappointed because I thought you were about to give us some Marion Barber breaking news. Yeah, so. I still, I still I, I, I have my still investigative team of 24 journalists on it. And okay. All right, good. All right, Chi, I'm going to read off. Because I need some Barber updates. I'm going to read off the All-NBA Summer League first team. Lonzo got MVP. This is important here. Like, guys, can we just it take is. a second to just acknowledge how important hey, this is? you know, after an exciting couple weeks here of the summer me? league i've been i've been i've Dude, never I've been had raging truth is i've never had i watched more summer league than i did nba games this year i've had a summer league chub once before but i've never gone a full summer league with a full-on torque torquing and and i and i have and this now, was it i know and now it's starting to creep back up now that we're starting to tease about it now i'll say this there were no heat listed on this not even bam no bam didn't make it gosh bam bam margera no He's the number one BAM in the world, though. Oh, but BAM, bam out of Bagula. So Lon phenomenal. Lonzo Ball is on this first team list. John Collins from the Hawks. Josh Jackson, who we talked about from the Suns. JJ. Dennis Smith Jr. of Dallas. He's Smith. The Mavericks. 
and Caleb Swanigan from the Trailblazers. Hey, Swan. Jason Tatum made second team. JT. Along with Kyle Kuzma of the Lakers, Wayne Kuzi. Selden Jr. of the Grizz. Wayne. Way, way. And two other guys make that probably aren't going to even make a roster. But cool. what, do, what do you think now? This this hype of, I think of Lonzo my mind's Ball, blown. he looked I mean, good. All those do you really names even take anything from and, the Summer League stuff? All those names you just said, they ring a bell. I know those guys through and through. They're they're legends already. Uh, they're legends of the sport. And, and they, they mean so much to me because of what they've done for me and my entertainment and what they've done for the sport of basketball, and I can't thank them enough. I think overall the Summer League stuff's exciting if you're a fan, but I don't think you can really gauge a whole lot of this as to how they're going to perform come the NBA season. No, but when you talk Against about the studs, when you're weighing NBA the real Finals, deals. Summer League, NBA Finals, Summer League, Summer League, Summer League tilts a little bit of it's ahead, starting I think to, so. yeah, it's starting to. That's where we're at at the NBA, isn't it? Definitely better than the we're talking season. about the Finals. The team that dropped it, LeBron James and the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. We've already said, speaking of the Lakers, and to just tie this thing together, we think Bron Bron's going to head and play for the Purple and Gold in the Lake Show next fall. I do. I think that's what's happening. That's going to be the team that I would just guess, but I do. The one thing I will guarantee is that he is not going to be a Cavalier next year. He's already come out and been like, I'm kind of pissed at what's happening with this offseason. Well, it hasn't gone how we wanted. But you remember, he there was reports that came out that he wasn't even, he wasn't helping in the recruiting. He wasn't trying to get people like he usually does. He wasn't going out there being a salesman for Cleveland like you got to do. If you're not the number one far and away best team in the league, it's going to take a lot to get guys to come to Cleveland. And he just sat back. I think he knows I got one more year with Dan Gilbert and these schmucks. He is fucked. And yeah, yeah I, think he, I think he knows that. And so he's just going to bite that bullet and then he's going to go wherever he wants next year. And I think the Lakers are definitely they one put of themselves the top, in a great position. Yes, they put themselves in a great spot. They're the top two or three teams you could really imagine. Ooh, what, who else would you even consider? Because I don't man. think there, there's a conversation. I think well, it's the Lakers, did you, see his, did, you, did you see his thank you to myself, a.k.a. Heat Nation? No. What, you did what not happened see there? that. What, you think he's, he's so titillated by a return to Miami? Here's one we Heat fans have as I'm wearing my Miami Heat t-shirt yes. right now. Which you typically wear during the show. Yeah, it's just kind of my it's my thing. Uh, LeBron never really thanked the fans of Miami. And that, and that always kind of rubbed us the wrong way. Definitely didn't rub us the right way because I know the difference. Mm -hmm. And it's been frustrating over these years. And finally, let it out. Yeah. And finally, he 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 took to Instagram. He took to IG, like like the best of us do. Of course. He took a pic from Biscayne Bay, the beautiful Biscayne Bay. That, Who's that? Uh, that is the water that surrounds. Oh, it's a thing. Sorry. The yeah surrounds the AAA. Okay. Cool. Cool. Which is American Airlines Arena? Yes, not the South center Beach. though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not the center. It's better. The centers. It's the triple oh, it's, it's better. Not the AAC. Triple A sounds better than the better. AAC. Stop it, Bab. Tell us now, unbiased opinion, Bab. What sounds better for an arena? When I just nickname it, it's the triple A or it's the double AC. I just still prefer the TC. Sorry. Gosh, you suck. Just pick one. Is it the AAA? Don't even ask his opinion. It's the AAA. Mike off that. Right, Does so it's any the CFL team? Oh, dude. Or a oh, no, no, NHL no. team playing? Get out of here. We lost. One. Anybody that was listening is gone now. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Young, get out of here. So he said thank you to the fans in Miami. He said thank you, yes, via post from the water, looking at the arena, saying a lot of great memories here. Thank you, all this stuff. And then he had another follow up. Was this two years, three years later? It's a little bit late, but hey. It's a little bit late. 
I it's accept it. I accept it. So what, now you think that's oh he misses it a little well, bit. First, I would just like there's to no say way, that there's you're no way there's no boss, but I Ron. might come on back to Miami. Is that what you're thinking? I'm kind of just thinking maybe you know him and Wade and they can Pat oh, Riley. Man. They just know they can. They got it. Let's get the band back together. Let's you get it back saying? together. Let's, and hope the Spurs can let's get go work, back to the final. Let's go work. <laughs> let's go work uh, some miracles on Bosch's lungs and let's just get Mike Miller back and running. And let's just go do this again. I know Ray Allen stays in shape. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So I would say LeBron Heat uh, one, and then Lakers two. In terms no, of you where don't. you're looking, no, yeah, you yeah. Don't. you're looking at LeBron to the Heat. Fair enough. More than likely, I'm going Lakers. And all then, the way. yeah, I think they got a shot. I mean, I they got they a are, shot. They're it. They got a shot. I think it's Paul George, Bron, Bron, and Lonzo Ball. It's what if next... he went to the Spurs? Oh, what yeah. if he said, I just want to win, I would, I'm going to go play I would the Spurs? definitely hate LeBron James if that were to happen. Would you really? Yeah, I, I hate the Spurs. They, dude, the Rockets don't even have an owner right now. They're selling. I don't know why people are interested in even going to Houston. Have you been to Houston? Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. It was just rated the worst developed country or state in the United States. It's a city. It's Thank a you. city, you piece of crap. Is, yeah, that was a bad moment. That was a Wait, brand. no, I thought it was a country. No, 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 state. Houston is, Texas might as well be its own country, but what about Houston? Houston is a city in the state of Texas. Okay, so it's not a country, country that is in the, the United state States of, of America. Good. Well, Melo's top on the Rockets, or Rocket, the Rockets. Oh, good luck. Do you really want Carmelo Mello. Anthony? Not really. Yeah, who does? <laughs> Nobody really wants Carmelo at the end of the day. But hey, if that means getting LeBron, I'll take him. It yeah. means you we may be getting maybe. a hockey team. Okay, that's cool for less Houston. Unless Alexander cool Houston. never sure. wanted a, a hockey team but down here. I don't, if I'm LeBron, just because you're getting a hockey team, I'm not thinking like, hey. <laughs> No, the fact that they do have Chris Paul, and maybe if they get mellow, maybe he's like, all right, that could be cool. But I just don't see the appeal of going. If, if there's not an appeal for a free agent to say, I want to come and play in Dallas, I don't get what the appeal is to go play in Houston. I know. That's what's actually pretty funny because it's you weird. do find it. Yeah, but if you, if you think about it, Chris Paul only went there via free agency because James Harden was already there. Like, which free agent has just chone to, chose to go there? Because James Harden got traded there. Well, I guess Dwight Howard, maybe. Dwight, okay. But, Dwight but Harden was there, won, I think, but... as well, right? That was like right after the Harden trade there. I don't even, yeah, they did end up. I can't no, remember I think... that. I can't remember oh, if God, Dwight was first and then they made the trade. Oh, yeah, but all I'm saying is is that Houston doesn't really land that many stars. They do a lot of trading. Daryl Morey, is ha he has to work that stuff. And and it's unfortunate. The, the Mavs has to do the same thing because Dallas is one of those like tweener markets where it's like it's definitely not a low market it's not it's, a, it's not market. milwaukee it's not utah it's a top five yeah market. exactly no but it's like no, number five well no i get that but i'm just talking about like but you have two teams in los angeles you have oh sure teams in new york yeah. so it's like there's multiple so they it pulls them down the pecking order a little bit and chicago there's and, chicago new york and la otherwise it's in miami much in dallas dallas is ahead of miami no no, no. and market wise yes but not in terms of player attraction yeah because of the south beach sure for sure, well, and income, the no state income tax. tax? No, there's no, no state no, tax. They, okay, Texas and, and Florida, and I okay, think uh, Tennessee, Idaho, okay. and Idaho. Okay, so Idaho, great, because there's a ton of sports teams in Idaho. The Potato Bowl. Babs yeah, probably there, been weird. in attendance every year since the merger. One thing that has me a little bit, and not necessarily nervous, because I think it's just a formality. It'll happen. But I'm a little bit frustrated, as well as Nerlens Noel has voiced his frustration that he hasn't yet reached a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. And an article that I was reading about it was kind of comparing it to the situation with Tristan Thompson and Cleveland last year, where he's a restricted free agent. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah, not yeah. a lot of teams that are going to go ahead and give him an offer because the Mavs are just going to counter that 
So it's just kind of a waiting game to see whenever eventually Tristan Thompson got his fat deal. Nerlens Noel will get his. It's just taking a little bit of time. They're just staring each other down, man. This is just the negotiations of it. They're trying to save a buck here and a buck there. Which he's is trying weird, to get a you're buck paying, here what, and a buck $5 million there. for Dirk? Yeah. At a huge yeah, that's what, discount. Yeah, you've that's got the money to, to figure spend. out. Just yeah. give it to Nerlens. Do they he not, deserves it. Do they not want to max him, I guess? I don't know but, what it is. I think... But now he's kind of out of options, so it's like the Mavs do have leverage. It's true. It's just it, it is an interesting thing it's to just play. Such out. a frugal thing to be doing for a Dallas Mavericks squad that, to me, doesn't need to be frugal right now. You're not going to go out and sign a big fish. You might as well give the money if you've got it to Nerlens. He's your guy. He's your center. He's your five. He's your big. Him and Dennis Smith Jr. are your future. And Harrison Barnes, of course. Thrive. Roll with it. Don't resist it, baby. Make it happen. But I'm sure it's just a formality. It will. Yeah, I mean, he's going to end up being a Mav. It's just a matter of how long does it take to get it done. It's just funny that it's hap it's, it's taken this long. Um, All right. Well, you want to do this right now. Yeah, what do you think of uh, Nerlens Noel's hair? Noel's hair. Nerlens Noel, he has some of the best hair in the league. but <laughs> and no one talked tonight at all? No, no, no one is making up words and no one making this, up players. Is, yeah, we are. It's been bad <laughs> in a bad way. It hasn't been bad in a bad way. It's been funny. Well, Nerlens Noel's got some decent hair. It's like uh, that's just like a real high fade. It's kind of good, yeah, yeah. Super high fade. He, I think he's got like the fade and the afro. Like high as balls fade. Well, uh, there was a, there was this uh, story out on Deadspin that came out a few days ago, and it was about uh, the best hair in sports. And okay. I'm not in sports, but I got some pretty dang good hair, Walchick. And that's just kind of the fact of the matter. The long hair with the blonde highlights, baby. Yeah. Making it look beautiful. You, and that's your favorite with the highlights. And there's and there's a guy or two in here that does have the highlights. You're looking like a merman. So, and, and I'll let you look at the picture. You can decide. But here here's the here's the sports people. Because it's not just athletes. It's, it's people in sports. So, they listed out like six people here. And you can tell me, what do you think? The number one they ranked was Bryce Harper. He's got some pretty nice hair. He does have nice hair. He's got a little bit of the fade on the sides there, mm -hmm. but it's long on top. He slicks it back. It looks dope. During the games, he whips it, and he puts his helmet on, whatever. It's sexy. I get why he's number one. Now, number two is your boy Odell Beckham. Oh, no, he's you're big, not my you're, boy, you're but he is guy. damn good. And, and we all know what Odell's got. He's rocking. Same deal. He's got the fade, but he's got, like, some curlier hair. It's, it's a different kind of, I don't know the way it feels, but it looks uh, pretty luscious. Luscious, beautiful. And it's long on top like like, uh, like on Harper's, ball. but it's a little bit curly, and then he's got the blonde. He goes real hard. See, I just went with the highlights. He just went with the for the gusto. And So and this wasn't like good. a ranking of, okay, this is the person we vote with the best hair in sports. It's just a list of people with great hair. Well, I think this this was their ranking. Like, okay. this is what they had. So, no, so I'm going had... in order. So number one was Bryce Harper. Wow, that's He surprising. had the best hair, yeah. And I think maybe just overall sexiness because he's just a sexy guy and Odell Beckham's a sexy guy. But then number three takes a turn for the not so sexy, and that's Mel Kiper Jr. Now he mm. does have a great head of hair, that's slick back, and and he's an older guy. He's been he's been making it happen for years, and he's still got it. It's commendable, and it's super thick. It's respectable as hell. Is what it is. Yeah, you think he put some hair grow in there? I would give him a first round grade on it. Think and of you. Not even for potential for just for, for for longevity. Long, oh, all right. You taking him number one overall? I'm in, not in a taking hair draft? him number one, just strictly in a hair draft. You know, I would consider it because longevity on the board. is a big deal. Yeah, no, he's on the board for sure. But I also like 
Like him those, and Pat Riley had lumped together. Those high flying guys. See, that was one thing that I was going to make note of that. Pat Riley's not on this list, and that was bothersome to me. Mm. The Godfather belongs, I mean, on any list that, that has to do with sexiness, and this kind of does, and it, especially with hair. Pat Riley's got incredible hair. He does have nice hair. And as he's gotten older, it's gotten better. It's gotten more slick. I wouldn't say that, but sure. It's just better. Anyways, Mel Kuyper's number I'd, three. I'd By the way, I think I have better hair than all three of these guys. All right. Number, number, uh, number four, we got Mike Francesa. I don't know why he's on here because he's got crappy hair. Doesn't look good. He doesn't belong. He also does that slick back. Number five, guy who just won, Mr. Roger Federer. Now, okay. he's been doing it for a while, too. Now, he he he, he rocks the headband, that Nike little sweatband. looks good, but he's got the little curls. He's got, like, a little bit of hair, but not a ton. And it looks nice. It's pretty luscious, but mine's better. And the last one, <laughs> they had Randy Moss. And this was Randy Moss whenever it was, like, an afro. Oh, the poof? When the, he, the when he moved the fans. Yeah, like Green when he moved the fans. And so that's the only one that I was thinking, uh, maybe, maybe he's better, uh, but still not quite. So I figured I'd probably be the best on the list, but would, would you concur or— or who would you, yeah, who would you I, pick I think number you've one? Got, you've got quality hair. I've only really seen you with it long and then up in a bun. Bryce Harper, I think you can do a lot. He's got a head of hair that he can do a lot with. Hey, I'm going to take my hair down just so we okay. can get the full deal here. If Bryce wants to do a mullet, he can do that. If he wants to do the slick back look like Riley and the boys, yeah. he can do that. If he wants to do some crazy Super Saiyan spiked up deal, yeah. he can pull that off. There's some versatility I there. want to see more versatility out of you. Really? Okay. Before I, before I say that you're better than necessarily Bryce okay. Harper. Well, you see the hair down. You've seen the hair You've got great plane. hair. I, I'd put you ahead of everybody but Bryce right now. Really? Okay. I just like the versatility that Bryce can do. That what if got. I go like half up, half down? You know, I think, you, like I think you've got of, similar like versatility. You've got like a Zlatan Style. Ibrahimovic look right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google him. He sounds Zlatan? really hot. He's uh. Really hot. He's a soccer player or a footballer. Yeah, I guarantee you he's sexy. Cool. So I'm. Uh, am I, You're up there, dude. Am I one or am You're I up two? There, dude. Be honest. I'm gonna put you at two right now. Gosh. All right. But give me something to work for. Okay. Definitely. You always gotta strive to be visualize and achieve, baby. Right. That's how we do it here. No split seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. We're gonna take a quick break here. So we've hit the midway point of the show. We'll come back. We'll get weird. And of course, we'll recap Connor and Floyd. But first things first, let's hear from our sponsors, Robert of the Diamond Broker and WBLZ Sports. Take it away, Rob. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in loose diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas Original Diamond Broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Hey, guys. This is Chris Sly, the fantasy guy from The Morning Rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. 
This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks, with WBLZ sandals. Because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. Because I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't the other shows. They don't censor us. They try to censor us. They do censor us because we ain't those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on them. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Yeah. Real cool, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know Looks like I fight with crack. But I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a cupcake candy cane world, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No candy canes. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Every day. Just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat them too. This is the morning rant. WBLZsports.com. I'm the coach my favorite. You want real sports talk? That's where you come. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it. Hey, this is Webb from the 8-Bit Bros, and I got to tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Services, 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, E. Glaze, one half of the dopest sports show on radio, the Crush Sports Talk. Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The dopest sports show on radio with your boy, E. Glaze, and Maceo Heard right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Doug Peffer painting a pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ug? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Welcome back, Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. We are back now. Thank you very much to the Diamond Broker and that WBLZ spots. Man, we got to find a way to get our stuff in those commercials. Other shows are going to be playing that stuff. I want a piece, baby. I'm with you. We need Nosebleed Seats promoted on these other shows. We have to talk to WBLZ and make that happen. But now, I'm not going to keep you guys waiting any longer. Please don't. I feel a lot better right now already. We were just talking. Like, we've, we've thought maybe us just, we can tell, we felt a little sluggish on that first half. I'm now back in my usual chair here. Are you? I'm good. already feeling a little bit more pep. Well, I don't know what it was. I think it was I had my pants on. 
that first oh, half of the dude, show. Dude, you did. Yeah, and but you didn't say anything about I it. I didn't. And I, I forgot. I know. I'll take. I'll take. So half it totally the just threw that. a wrench in yeah. everything that I was doing. Everything we were doing. No, it's okay. We're so fine. We got we're just gonna one eight hundred. Kill yourself, man. We're finishing strong as hell here. Let's get it going, baby. Let's get freaking weird. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. Uh, I'm saying it. Time to get weird with Walt Chuck, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird with Walt Chuck, episode 24 edition. I got a couple stories from you. The first of which, for you, we'll have a little bit of audio, a titillating audio. I've been saying titillated a lot. Do you always use the accent when you do it? No, this is the first time I've done it. I'm trying to spice it up a little. Good. I like it. First story from ABC 10 News in Deerfield Beach, Florida. So South Florida. You've been to Deerfield Beach? I've never been to Deerfield, no. Familiar at all? Heard of it? With deer, yeah, but only when it was like when they were coming after like eat oh, my ass. Bambi style. Bit. Oh, yeah. Eating your ass. It was that deer in the ass situation. Eating your <laughs> you remember that, don't you? Uh, no. Your ass would get eaten. Like a little Ooh. freaking deer. Remember? You don't you don't recall? <laughs> now I do. Yeah. All right. First story I've got here is the South Florida family is perplexed after recently waking up to a loud thud, only to find that the mysterious sound was several packages of frozen Italian sausage. Oh my god, that's a victory party, man. I wish I would have known about this. I'd have had some uh, I would have had my Italian brethren come play here. Just because oh. I'm just Gosh, oh my man, goodness, that's the like, weird intro. That's the greatest thing ever. I it's thought like, that you would like this because it was about Italian sausage and it is very weird. You said they woke up perplexed. They woke up perplexed, and I think that the Does news perplexed the mean news happy story, as hell? No, it, it means like curious, like what the hell just happened. And then they were enlightened when they saw a bunch of Italian sausage. Well, I'll let them explain to you what <laughs> the hell's going on. When they saw me and on. all my brothers there with no pants on. <laughs> the Chiafalos <laughs> came running. They smelled the frozen sausage links and came running. They did a great job describing this story here on ABC 10 News. I'm going to let them take it away and just enjoy this story. The beach was awakened by a loud noise over the weekend, and in the morning, they discovered this, a meat mystery. Okay. Mm. It was quite the sausage surprise, they said. We're talking packs of meat were found all around the home. But exactly where did this mystery meat come from? Local 10 News reporter Nikki Mohan is on the case for us, and she is live now in Deerfield Beach with more to help us find the link to the sausage surprise. <laughs> oh, pun central, baby. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's a lot talk, of places baby. we can go with this one, and they swear they're not hamming it up for publicity. <laughs> they said in the middle of Saturday night, like four in the morning, they heard a loud thud on their roof. They didn't quite know what it was, but they said the impact was loud, and the next day what they saw was even quite smelly. It was loud. It was like thunder. It, yeah. I, it awakened me out of a sleep. Travis Adir and his family were shaken out of bed by a loud thud on their roof early Saturday morning. Next morning, we got up, found two packages of sausage on our side yard. Um, and then we were like, okay, well, we got to go on the roof and check and see if we can find more of this stuff. And sure enough, there was three more packages. Thank yes, God. you heard right. Sausages. Frozen Italian pork sausages. My favorite. 15 pounds of it. Wrapped in a bag marked William Land Service, a land clearing company in Alabama. The family was baffled. Who, what, and where did it come from, and why on their roof? 
Son Austin called the company. I called them and the guy had no idea what I was talking about and probably thought I was crazy. He sent them these pictures and haven't heard back, so they started coming up with their own theories. I thought possibly it was it had fallen from a plane. I thought possibly it was something to do with the drug deal or something. Can it you was God, lady. None whatsoever. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Possibly uh, North Koreans with a sausage <laughs> missile or something. Whatever the reason, they'd really like to know. <laughs> I would love whistle. to know what really happened <laughs> because it's just so, so odd. Those damn North Koreans, man, I'll tell you. Oh, my goodness. So who the hell knows how 15 pounds of <laughs> Italian sausage just randomly landed. I'm just glad every everyone and everything is okay because I know what what an Italian sausage can do, how much damage an Italian sausage can do. Physical damage? I want to know what was the expiration date. Were those sausages still good? Could we cook them and eat them? I guarantee you they're still good. Are you kidding me? Those things hold well? Yeah, dude. There's nothing that beats Italian sausage. Uh, North Koreans with a sausage <laughs> whistle or something? Sausage whistle, man. What the hell is a sausage whistle? I don't know. I don't... Th- uh, the amount Does of anybody puns know in the beginning what, of that. Yeah, that they went hard on the. They puns. were loving this story. They went hard on they the. They were puns. loving it. I thought that was pretty good. No, Next. that was greatness, man. Shout out to <laughs> Italian sausage. I knew you'd like that one. Next story I've got is a list by Carly Ledbetter from the Huffington Post. Ledbetter. Ledbetter, yeah. Bedwetter. That's what I was thinking. Oh, nice one, guys. I bet she got called that in story school. You freaking bullies. They're. There's a, yeah. list. There's a list that has been accumulated, and we now know who the 10 sweatiest cities in the United States right now are. Houston, Texas. Is has it, to be. You think it's number one? I think so. Either that or Laredo. Yet players want to go there. <laughs> what the hell? All not right, Dallas, boys. though. Not Dallas. All right, boys. Here we go with number 10. New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, that's a sweaty. Oh, my God. Yes. No question. I can't believe that's number 10. That should be number two. The list says it's because it is in the top 10 because of those terrible summer temps. Dude, it's disgusting down there. If you ever been down on bourbon, Gross. it's like you have to be totally hammered. Otherwise, you're just going to you're like, you just feel, you just feel filthy. Number nine. Drum roll, please, ma'am. The armpit of Texas, Houston. Houston, Texas. Boom. Number nine. H-Town, baby. Shout out to Cypress, you sweaty bastards. Bab's sweating right now. Is it just a thing like if you're just from there, you sweat a lot? Like it says even... population density is a big factor in this and, of course, summer temperatures. So does this mean if you're born in a city and you move somewhere else, you're still like a habitual sweater? Like if you're like like Bab, he's from Houston. So like right now, he's clearly just sweating Fits for Houston. through his shirt and he is does every just... show. That's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, does that just mean you, you carry that with you? It's almost like a gene. It's in your blood. I don't know. We need to look into this. Number eight, Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Oh, yeah. It's hot. It's muggy. Yep. It's humid. Yep. Humid. It is humid. Number seven, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, ATL. One of my yes. best friends lives there. Yeah. And it is incredibly humid there as well. So I've sweat many a nutsack there. Six, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ball control. Another nasty city. Philly? A lot of homes apparently uh, are without central AC in Philly, which is a big reason why they're on this list. Well, that's because they like live in the northish. Like oh. my dad grew up in Minnesota, they didn't have AC. Units. They didn't need it. No, because the highest it gets to in the summer is like seventy. Well, these guys that's are sweating nice. their balls off in the seventies then, because it's they're sweating more than Tampa. Well, they've got an issue here because it seems like we've got a theme. Some north cities are popping up because number five is Boston, Mass. 
Okay, so you just got sweaty bastards up in the northeast because they refuse. They just act like it's only cold there when really for three months out of the year, it's muggy, it's humid, and everyone there has swamp ass. And no one seems to care. It's an epidemic. See, I can understand. Swamp ass must be an epidemic in Boston, and no one's talking about it. You know what it. they need is those flushable wipes. They need to carry them with them in their pockets. And they need to be wiping regionally. Preach. By the way, by the way, have you guys Wait, done that, that yet? what's that condition called? The condition? Yeah, that they have swamp in Boston. Ass. Oh, swamp ass. Yeah, big time. Major swamp ass there okay, in Boston. Thank you. Uh, the weird music going to not Boston be here for a specifically? Because I would think a Florida with the swamps there. Okay, but think about it, man. They're, the, the, they're the highest on the, the list at this point. The taint sweat. That's why you get the swamp ass, right? Yeah, Peyton Manning never likes to go there. But if he does, he's sure as hell going to put it in your face. You want to know what number four is here? Yes. She, you're not going to like this. I think you might have a gripe. Oh, God. I swamp know ass. It's Miami. Give it to me. It is Miami. Swamp yeah. ass. <laughs> Swamp ass. I swamp have. ass. Swamp ass. Swamp ass. I suffer from... And I have used the flushable wipes. Thank you. I use them re regularly now. Actually, my girlfriend and I are, are big fans. She uses them too, which I found out as we've gotten closer and I've stayed at her apartment. I noticed them there. I guess that's true. I did forget to mention that I have a chronic case of... Swamp oh ass. God, what a butchery. Another set. We tried. A, we fumbled it. Swing and a We miss. got right down to the goal line and we fumbled. We're in the top so, three. We're in the top three now, boys. Thank you. What are you uh, thinking? What are you thinking, Matt Jones? For number three, next city. Uh, number Keep three. It in the north. So Miami's Keep number it up four. North. Keep it up north. The top three are all going to be up north. north Minneapolis. Really? Minneapolis. No, this oh, is, northeast. This is more Midwest. Number three. Midwest. Cleveland. No. St. Louis. No. Tennessee. We need no, you. Wait, that's a state. One more <laughs> guess. One more guess, and I'm going to tell you, Chi, you got it. Son of a gun. Big. It's can't. a big one. Oh, it's a big one. It's in a the big one. Memphis. Oklahoma. No. It's somewhere no, in Oklahoma. No. I'm talking big know. market. Not oh, big market. Chicago. Chi-Town. Yes, Chi-Town. The Windy we City. Go. Windy City. Yeah. Oklahoma. Thank you. Thank my you for Lord. It's a big holding one. Holding my hand and walking me across Good the street on that one. freaking God. I needed your guidance. Number two is D.C. And number one, the sweatiest city in the United States right now. Swamp ass. New York City. New York City. New York, New York. Yes, because it ranks first for population density, first for public transportation usage, and the top five for percentage of homes without central AC. It also Ew. has some of the hottest professions, physical therapy, personal financial advising, air traffic control, and solar photovoltaic. Oh, my God. Some kind of solar installers. There's a lot of sweaty Italian sausages. In New York, it is. It is New a York. melting pot of... All kinds of sweaty human beings, sweaty Italian people, sausages. Yeah. So Dallas is not on the list. Dallas is not in the top ten. Houston was. Cause I got a lot of sweaty friends. And Houston was pretty low. I thought. Houston. I wouldn't have guessed New York number one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, people. Uh, people are surprised. I've never been there, but people talk about how they're surprised about if you go in the summer months. It's it's like hot, it's really and humid. Hot. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah. It's funny how much of the country can be that way. It's funny how the top five of that list was all. Up, you know, Midwest, Northeast. Yeah, you would rarely think that, States. but it's, but it's kind of like how vice versa. Like whenever it's winter time down here, we don't know how to react, so it's like there's probably a lot of snow their driven accidents down in the south. Even though it snows way more in the north, because they're just prepared and they're they're sweating. Exactly. We, I guess, in the south are just prepared for the sweat. Yes, and know how to contain it. True. Very true. Undershirts are needed because I pit terribly. Do you ever have to double up on the underwear to <laughs> not get no, the swamp never, ass? Or? I've never done Gold Bond? Up. Gold Bond's nice. Gold Bond is big, yes. That'll that, that save was needed. You. After working shifts at uh, Chick-fil-A, 
when I was working there. Oh, that'll give you sweaty oh, sack man. for sure. Yeah, and that'll give you like some crotch rock terribly. Gosh, that's never good. Dude. Mm, so you yeah. need the gold bond. No, especially summertime. I'm a gold Full bonder. Disclosure there. I'm a yeah, gold bonder. Did you ever use the green bottle? Only the, the gold. Okay, you need to use the green bottle. It's like a medicated version. Oh, okay. And take a shower. Take a hot shower. Dry I, off. I only really take hot showers. Okay, good. Well, after workout, sometimes cold's not bad. Yeah, though. yeah. And we're talking about the summertime. It's hot, so if you just come home from a long day of swamp ass, mm -hmm. you may want a cold shower. Okay. But if you're gonna medicate on this green bottled gold Gooch bond of love, it, yeah, it's phenomenal. Hot shower, get out, dry off, whatever. Tits are humming. Yeah, and then throw throw that gold bond on the uh, on the taint. So you're throwing it. Yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a toss. Are you, are you like, I'm gonna, yeah! I'm gonna drop the powder in the hands and then wiping, or you're just like, like the I'm not touching myself. No. I'm, sh I'm schwitzing. I do I'm a little bit of shaking up and down, yeah. like a good jerk motion. So I do go just right. Yeah, yeah. I go, yeah! I go container. Yeah! Shut up, Floyd. Yeah! Damn it. Floyd's really into this right now. Uh, yeah, sometimes it just goes container straight to taint. Sometimes I, I'll put a little bit, like kind of like King James puts the powder in his hand. And then that's where I go and just cup the underneath stuff. Okay. So it's a little bit of both. I mean, instead of going up, you go, well, no. You're it's still just going a lower. Up. Yeah, it's Swish just kind of a and flip. Yeah. No, there's definitely a technique <laughs> to it. Definitely a technique. Let me know if you'd need a hand. Uh, but or two. you're definitely going to want to try that. It's the medicated kind. It's the, the green the gold, gold bond. The gold medicated gold bond. You will really, really feel the difference. Well, on that note, that's a wrap for. Uh... The Let's Italian sweaty swamp ass sauce. Episode 24. Swamp edition. ass. Hopefully that one was enjoyable. No Split Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. We shift gears right now, boys. After four straight days, the McGregor Mayweather World Tour is behind us. It is over. And now all there is to do is await the August boring 26th. ass fight. You bite your tongue when you're talking to me. What'd you guys think? Did you get to watch any more of this after we spoke? Or uh, were you just kind of waiting for me to compile the good button stuff? And I'd play it right now for I you. I was waiting for you to <laughs> compile the good and stuff. The good and stuff? Well, here you go, guys. Here's Conor McGregor. Day two was in Toronto. All right, can we can we, can we we preface all this audio? I will preface everything. Any any of this audio need to be prefaced in the particular night that it is? Because this is not just a fight night. I'm doing this right now. In Toronto, this is day two. Day two, so you can feel good, of the Mayweather-McGregor World Tour. I thought that this was Conor's best day overall. He came out, was very prepared, and he schooled Floyd Money Mayweather in his opening remarks. Uh, but, the, but the F stands for more than fight. The F stands for Fook Night. He is fucked. So you can listen to the audio. I know what Eric wants to do here. And either way, you can listen to it as if it's Fook Night. And Connor and, and Floyd are going to get it on inside that ring in a very consensual manner. Or you can listen to it in the manner that it should be listened to. And Connor is just... Having fun up there trying to rattle Floyd Mayweather's cages because they're going to box each other. I choose choice A. Okay. Take it away. This is going to be cut six, Bab. Does this mic work? Well, then, fuck that mic. Earmuffs, kids. That's what he calls his thing, Mike. On the count of three, I want everyone in this arena to scream at the top of your lungs, fuck the Mayweather's. One, two, three. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. We can do better than that. When I count the tree, do I want this entire arena to scream, fuck the Mayweathers. One, two, three, fuck the Mayweathers.
Mayweather's. <laughs> They're the bedwetters, baby. He won't do shit. Do fucking nothing. And while we're at it, fuck Showtime too. You little weasel. This... Look at you, you little fucking weasel. Wow. This was great. You're a fucking bitch. Calling out the big man. The champ champs my golf. Hell no. You fucking weasel and you fucking bitch. Prophetic, man. They're trying to set me up at every turn out here. They're trying to catch me off guard. Trying to see me in an uncomfortable position. But I thrive in uncomfortable positions. There you go, Eric. He, he thrives. He thrives. He thrives, yeah. He Just thrives. like it's Game of Thrones, he thrives in uncomfortable positions. He threw me off with the one, the two, two, and then he just threw a tree, tree in there. And I was like, whoa, wait. <laughs> one, two, Don't three. confuse Fuck me. Fuck the Mayweather. Connor? I thrive in uncomfortable positions. But Connor... <laughs> yeah, he, Connor just kicked it in day two. Day three was a little weird. Uh, this day was in Brooklyn. Connor came out. Let's just get vaped out right now. Literally just wearing uh, like a mink coat, no shirt. And I didn't really like what either had to say. I thought it was a bad day for both of them. Uh-oh, did it get a little testy, it get got, a little racy? It got a little testy. I don't think, I think Connor came out. He wanted to address the race issue. And it just didn't. Just head on. It just didn't come out uh, well. I hate I, when that happens. Yeah, I didn't like it either. But there was a little bit of an, um, all, an almost a mini brawl on stage between Mayweather. He's got some like two big juiced up white dudes they look like two guidos straight off the jersey shore tatted up muscly jacked roid raging hard and italian sausage you mean italian sausages meatballs for sure and then connor's Swamp got ass. his he's got his crew that he trains with the mma guys and it's just funny to me because like mayweather's dudes are just big muscle guys waiting to pop if they were actually to get into a fight with connor's mma training friends this thing wouldn't last very long. Yeah, that's what I think is funny about the whole thing. Every time they're face-to-face -face and you're like, oh, no. Like, sometimes when it's the UFC and they're doing the weigh-ins and they're face-to-face, -face, you're like, you're holding out hope. Like, they might go just go to blows right now. And it's funny because Connor's been threatening. Like, every time yeah. he's been threatening. But like, Mayweather Well, maybe I'll go some that. UFC rules here in this fight. And I'm, he won't do it because he's going to lose out on all of his money, I think, is, is how yeah, that well, goes. I'm sure it's in yeah, the contract. Yeah, it's in the contract. If I don't, you kick me, do you it. lose all money. But he addressed it. They went to London, and of course, it was Connor's birthday, his 29th birthday. And the, the crowd, bless you, Bab, the crowd is loving Connor. It's very close to his hometown of Ireland. The Irish came out in droves. Cut eight, Bab. Connor just ripped on the juice head monkeys, as he referred to them. He ripped one on Connor's. the juice head oh, he, monkeys. He turned around and farted big in their mouths. Take it away, Connor. Jumped up and he shouted, Voltron, Power Rangers, and these juice heads can walk and stand up before me. Mate, 40 years of age. Get your f***ing together, my God. You juice-head turkey and you juice-head turkey. Look where you're standing now. Look where you're standing now, you two You do all. Juice-head monkey, juice-head monkey. I'm just stunting around my boxing ring. This is my boxing ring. I am boxing! Listen to that this crowd. Slap Do a little slap hand. Boom! 
Let's get it straight. The bullshit is now over. Six weeks, I'm gonna sleep this film. And when I sleep him, I'm gonna bounce his head off the canvas as well. O'Connor. I think he won. He killed it day two and day four. Brian uh, O'Connor? No. No. Oh. Day one and three, uh, yeah, one was a push, one was a push, three, I, I don't know, I'd probably give to Mayweather. I didn't pull any of what Mayweather said because all Floyd did the whole time was his same one-liner. Yeah! Up and down the freaking stage. But Connor killed it in London, um, and you know, now it's like it's a waiting game. Let's play cut seven here, Bab. This was some of the best of what Connor did at London, and that'll wrap uh, what we've really got for you from the Mayweather-McGregor press tour in terms of audio from these two champions. We are six weeks out from the biggest fight in sporting history. And I'm 29 today. Four years ago, I fought in London at a place called the HMV Forum in front of about 500 people. Four years ago. Now here I am, six weeks out, about to quadruple my net worth with one half a fight. You're 40. Get that phone out of your hand like a kid. A 40 year old man. What the? F he was wearing high heels yesterday. Check the face up picture from yesterday and check it from the day before. Proper fing high heels that was wearing. You should have worn him on the first f***ing day, you stupid baldy <laughs> When his legacy is destroyed in six weeks' time, it's going to fall on your shoulders. It's going to fall on senior shoulders. It's going to fall on his whole circle shoulders. He could have rode off into the sunset 49-0. Instead, this is my first time in a boxing ring. And in six weeks, I run boxing. Oh, that Irish laugh. Play it again for me, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a That's a laugh. So that's what that is. That's, that's a, laugh. a laugh. It's a cackly laugh <laughs> right in the face of Floyd Money Mayweather. So now it's just what's left now is for the talk, for all the people to say, Connor's got no shot. He's already been knocked out in sparring. He's going to lose. He's got no hope in hell. And then you got the McGregor defenders like me who are going to... Tell you the opposite. Get ready, world, because you don't know what the hell's about to happen. Brendan Sham, podcast you might enjoy, Eric, actually. The Fighter and the Kid, he's a member of that. He, he did a lot of the Showtime uh, pre and post. I stopped fight fighting stuff. kids years ago. I told oh, you that. You should fight kids, though. It's fun. But he caught up with uh, it was one of these MMA, it was Fight Hub TV, is who it was. And he basically talked about how is it even conceivable? For Conor McGregor to win and have a shot in this fight. This will be cut for bad Brendan Schaub. When, when you talk about these different styles and Canelo and uh, na name anyone who's fought, you know, uh, Sugar Shane, all, all these guys. When you say different styles, you're talking about different traditional boxing styles. He's seen those styles. Those aren't different. Those aren't different. And also, to your point, Canelo's not bigger in any facet. He's not bigger than, he's not taller. He doesn't weigh more. He doesn't walk around at heavier weight. Connor's bigger than anyone he's faced. Canelo's bigger. 
He's not, man. I promise you. Connor's cutting weight. He's in shape right now. Connor's a big guy. He's taller, actually weighs more in the offseason. So, um, but when, to your point, when you keep talking about the, these different styles, not really. Coming up in his amateurs, in the Olympics, he's seen those styles before. It's nothing new. Connor's movement is something he's never seen. That's the X factor. He's never seen it. He can't bring anyone to mimic that. He has to bank on his expertise and the experience getting through this weird style and this distance he hasn't seen before. And that's what everyone's banking on Connor for. I think that's pretty good. Uh, if you're going to make an argument for Connor in a case for him, I think Brendan Schaub did a good job of explaining why it's not completely ridiculous. I think he's a smart guy. I trust his opinion. He's a former heavyweight in the UFC, which some people might say, okay, sure, he's, he's going to kind of side with the UFC guy, but he's on Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. I think he's been very fair and unbiased regarding this whole thing, and, and I think at the end of the day, he's probably going to pick Floyd to win, as most people are, but I'm holding out hope. I'm riding with my guy, Connor McGregor, KO. Within the first four rounds. I know you're sticking to it. I'm Mystic proud of you Matt. for sticking to it. I mean, but you're not going to put money on it. I am going to put. I'm going to put a hundred bucks on it. All right, boom. There we go. Not that I. That's uh, what I know. needed to do. Yeah. I'm putting a hundred down. Degenerate. McGregor by KO. All right. Bitch, I'm and I'm going to cash out big money. Say it with your chest. Game of Thrones. I'm going to be sitting on that royal throne at the end of the day. And the, the throne. You have to talk like that One, for a two, full week three. after the victory. <laughs> cash in checks, baby. That's what I'm doing. At the end, when it's all said and done, McGregor Mayweather. Now we just wait till August 26th. If anything else pops up in the headlines, we'll keep you posted here on Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Giafalo, producer Bab. We now wrap the show as we always do, talking a little bit of entertainment. And speaking of Game of Thrones, boys, you guys watch because it's back now, baby. Hell no. No? Never seen an episode. You've never seen an episode? I haven't seen a single episode. Oh. Neither have I. What? Bab, not... you would freaking go goo goo gaga for this show. I've, Why is there I, some... I've had multiple people tell me I need to watch it. I keep telling myself I'm going to watch it, and I still have not watched it. The minute you put it on, you will not stop. He's and and you've got a lot to, to go through. What's it on, like, CFL HBO football. Go? HBO or? Go, HBO Connect, HBO Now, whatever the hell they've got out there. But yeah, it's an HBO-based show. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get it through that or whatever. Can you? Yeah. You can? Yeah. So no excuses. Play like a champion. Boys, you got to get on the Game of Thrones train. Give it a chance. I don't want to give away any spoilers. I liked episode what's, one. What season are they on now? Seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's there's like an endless amount. Do. It's ridiculous. It's and 10 episodes don't season. shut up about it either. It's, it's so a great all you show. Do is you just hear about it and hear about it and hear and about it. And everybody's a fan. It. And it doesn't make you... Uh, it doesn't make you neglect it at all. You should watch it because you will enjoy it. It's a great show. I hear there's beautiful women and beautiful men. There's a lot of naked men and women too, and I know you love nudity. I'm yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. You so, know that. So look, there's so many things in here that you're gonna love. By the way, I need to put my pants back. Can I? Should I put my pants back on? Or no, no, I just, no, leave, it just just leave them on now. Okay. Episode one came out. We are in uh, season seven. We're in the home stretch now, boys. Is this the last Game season or how it's, much more they got going we've on We've got here? this season and it's only going to be, I believe, seven or eight episodes. And then it's ending next season will be the conclusion. And that one's only going to be about six or seven episodes. So in total, we've only got like 14 or 15 episodes left of Game of Thrones, period. And it's all said and done. So we're nearing that home stretch now. It's winding down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of watching and I'm about done with. I got about 10 more episodes of The Sopranos. Mm, yeah, you have been binging The Sopranos hard. Yeah, I've been hitting it hard. And gosh, it's good. It is good. Gosh, you it's should, so good. You're on that HBO train, man. After The Sopranos, switch over to Game of Thrones. My brother did. It. My younger brother just started watching. He became obsessed with it. 
college so i mean i'm sure i'd end up like i'm not crazy about that kind of stuff whatever that is i don't even know what you, you call that end up but liking it. i'm not crazy fantasy, about it yeah that, that kind of stuff um but I may end up giving it a shot. There's just so many shows out there I need to watch. That it's There's like, it's, no it's shows like that you amount. need to watch more than Game of Thrones. All right. Yeah. The next guy says something else. The next guy says something else. So don't listen to those guys. I won't. I won't. These guys. Worry about these guys. Weekend box office war for the Planet of the Apes. Won the weekend 56.3 mil. I saw it. Yeah. How'd you like it? Really good. I thought it was a. It, they. I was expecting a little bit more action. More James Franco? Yeah, no, he's not in it. I know. He so you, a, you just wanted more James Franco. I, I miss James's face for sure in there. Uh, but it was a fitting conclusion to the trilogy. It was a good movie overall. I wasn't bored. I understood why they did everything. Everything had reasoning behind it. Didn't feel forced. It all flowed together. Good pacing. What Andy Serkis does as Caesar in those movies is incredible. I mean, the visual effects, it feels like these apes are real. They are. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on here. They are. Uh, but it was a great movie. Spider-Man: Homecoming made forty-four point two mil. That's came also in second. surprisingly real too. People don't know that. People don't know that, but Spider-Man Spider is real. Yeah. Despicable Me three came in third place. Baby Driver, and then The Big Sick, which is the movie that Tony said, "Hey, go see it." Um, last week when he was on the sh on the show, he said it's his favorite movie of the year. I saw it last night with my girl Jill, and uh, it was good, man. I thought it was a beautiful movie. It was. I didn't know that it was based on a true story until the very end of it, even though Tony... Did Tony tell us that. Yeah, he told us that. I, he said that it was based on... The, I didn't know that it was the actor who is the main guy in this. It was like his life. And at the end of it, they show the real girlfriend who co-wrote it with him, or I guess his now wife. It was pretty crazy. I was like, wow, this kind of makes me like the movie a little bit more. But it's there's something in there for everybody. It's just a good movie where I think moms, dads, you'd love it. You'd be able to take something out of it. Our generation will be able to take something out of it. Good flick. Go see it. Good date movie to go see with your, with Good your girlfriend date movie. out there. There you go. Solid date movie, which are hard to find these days. Because yeah. not all the girls want to go see the crazy superhero action, clash, boom, bang. But they'll go By see the way, a, a does, romance uh, And We may have talked about this before, but I just want to confirm that Jill does have good movie date etiquette. She does. She doesn't. She's not bombaric with the phone. She makes up for at least 15 to 20 minutes. Whenever you decide, phone the was movie. never. She doesn't out. ask you for a refund. But there's no. plenty of if making the movie out. Sucks. No. That kind of thing. No, that's okay, why. Good, good. That's why we've lasted this far. Good. Yeah. No. I mean, listen. If, if you don't make out in the movie, then <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, if the movie's good, you shouldn't be. Uh, that's what Redbox is for. After the fact. You ever heard of something called Netflix? Your and entire chill? mindset. We're, we're we're past Netflix and chill. That's a Tinder <laughs> term. If you're just looking to get it in that evening, I, with thought, a it was red, I thought it was Redbox and Bang. Oh, <laughs> is that the she fall away? Redbox no, and Bang. That's what Bab was telling me about. Oh, now you're gonna put that on Bab, huh? No, well, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> you, wow, you little savage, you. Bab, yes, you are. Redbox and Bang. Good <laughs> God. All right, episode 24 in the oh books. Really, just go out with fireworks there. Thanks it's for that, been Bab. a lot of fun. We talked Cowboys. We talked NBA. We got weird. We went Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor World Tour, and we wrapped it with a little taste of, of Redbox Red Box and Bang <laughs> to cap it all off. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. Hit us up, nosebleedseatsradio.com. On there, it's got all of our social media platforms run by our wonderful social media team, Susanna and Asia, S&D Media. Thank you to Robert from the Diamond Broker. Thank you to WBLZ Sports. I think we're on 11 to 1 every 
Wednesday? Is yeah, that our time Eastern slot? Time, so Central Time is going to be 10 to noon. Yep, so check us out on there if you miss us. Otherwise, of course, we're always available on iTunes Podcast and Nosebleed Seats on Blog Talk Radio. Episode 24 in the books. So what the hell's going on with the music here? I don't know. It's just one of those days. Enjoy it, everybody. N- even though you won't or you didn't. <laughs> don't. I'm sorry. I hate when you do that. I know you do. I hate uh, when you do that. I know you do. I really do. I'm because there are probably thinking people about that listen. Apologizing. You should and and enjoyed it. And now the fact that you say that it plants a seed in people's minds. Like, oh, should I not have enjoyed that? Was that not good? Is this was just so a goddamn keep, disaster. Is that, is that keep your damn talk? mouth shut. Our and keep just, your oh, damn that, opinions to yourself. Like this? But you should have listened to yourself the last two weeks because you did that voice a lot. Yeah, it's my it's my sexy voice. <laughs> this is your bedtime talk. That's your bedtime manner, dog. It is my pillow talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's oh, get out of here, man. Zeke, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, there's no new Zeke news. We'd like for this to just. Actually, I wouldn't blow mind by. proposing, and maybe we can get this promotion going if, mm-hmm. if Mayweather or whoever wins this Mayweather McGregor fight, they uh, they take on Floyd for for everything. What do you mean? They take on. I mean, they take on Zeke. Oh, okay. I like that. Because I, I have to. It's classic. I think I Zeke like would be that. down after what I saw at Clutch this weekend. I think he could throw a mean hook. All right, we'll get we'll look at that. We'll look at that for next week when it's episode 25. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Enjoy. Come poised. Swamp ass. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.